Mark 11. As Jesus and his disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the towns of Bethpage and Bethany on the Mountain of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead. Go into the village over there, he told them. As soon as you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, what are you doing? Just say, the Lord needs it and will return it soon. The two disciples left and found the colt standing in the street, tied outside the front door. As they were untying it, some bystanders demanded, what are you doing untying that colt? They said that Jesus had told them to say, and they were permitted to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it, and he sat on it. Many in the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others spread leafy branches they had cut in the fields. Jesus was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David! Praise God in the highest heaven! So Jesus came to Jerusalem and went into the temple. After looking around carefully at everything, he left because it was late in the afternoon. Then he returned to Bethany with the 12 disciples. The next morning, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. He noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off, so he went over to see if he could find any figs. But there were only leaves because it was too early in the season for fruit. Then Jesus said to the tree, may no one ever eat your fruit again. And the disciples heard him say it. When they arrived back in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people buying and selling animals for sacrifices. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. And he stopped everyone from using the temple as a marketplace. He said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you've turned it into a den of thieves. When the leading priests and teachers of religious law heard what Jesus had done, they began planning how to kill him. But they were afraid of him because the people were so amazed at his teaching. That evening, Jesus and the disciples left the city. The next morning, as they passed by the fig tree he had cursed, the disciples noticed they had withered from the roots up. Peter remembered what Jesus had said to the tree on the previous day and exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. Then Jesus said to the disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. But when you're praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Again, they entered Jerusalem. As Jesus was walking through the temple area, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders came up to him. They demanded, by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right to do them? I'll tell you by what authority I do these things if you answer one question, Jesus replied. Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human? Answer me. They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he will ask why we didn't believe John. But do we dare say it was merely human? 
for they were afraid of what people would do because everyone believed that John was a prophet. So they finally replied, we don't know. And Jesus responded, then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. Father, in Jesus' name today, we thank you for your holy word, for the scripture, for the Bible. We thank you that you give us your word and the Holy Spirit, and we are led by you through your word. And we need to increase our faith. And we thank you that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And you told us, you said, have faith in God. And you said that what we say would happen if we really believed it would happen and not doubt in our heart, it would happen. And it was all prefaced on forgiving. So Father, today, we ask you to help us during our time of prayer, because you said we are a house of prayer, that we would be known we are your temple. We are the temple. And as you examine your temple today, may you call us the house of prayer and not the den of thieves. And anything that we are doing that you would call a den of thieves, may we repent of it. And may we become that house of prayer that honors you. And so we pray. We come before you today. And we want to have faith in you. And so anyone right now that comes up before us, that we hold a grudge against, we by faith forgive them. We may still have feelings and memories and thoughts. And it doesn't mean that we're going to trust them, but we're definitely going to forgive. And anytime we think about what they've done or what they've said or how much they've hurt us, by faith in you and with your grace, we are going to forgive. And we're not going to hold a grudge. We're not going to think about it. But we're going to acknowledge it. Yeah, it was wrong what they said and did. I'm not going to trust them. I'm going to have boundaries with them, but I'm going to forgive them. And I'm not going to let that poison me and block my faith from manifesting and block my prayers from being answered. And then, Father, I'm going to ask you to forgive my sins too. And because I forgive, you forgive me. And then my faith is just going to grow. And I because I'm a forgiving house of prayer who is forgiven. My motives and intentions are in you through your word. And the things that I'm believing for are to glorify you and to get closer to you and to walk with you and to know you and understand your ways and your thoughts that are way higher than my ways and my thoughts. And I need help with this, Father. And I thank you that all I have to do is ask. Words have power. You cursed the fig tree and it withered and died. With your words, you created the heavens and earth. And I thank you that 
you give us power in your word to speak your word and realities come to pass. And so maybe we obey your word, our faith in you as vessels of prayer who forgive and are forgiven and are mindful of you and your word as we go about our day, even the mundane task. May we practice your presence. May we be in you. May our thoughts be on you and your holy written word. And may we know that our words have power and to choose them carefully. And so when we speak, it is so carefully selected that things move and shake for your glory and your kingdom and your power and not our own. Because if we take this and enact it for ourselves, then we become the den of thieves. We are buying and selling. We have the wrong motives. And that's not your will. That's not your way. And so help us to make these adjustments that we can't even identify. Help us in our heart, purify our heart, oh God, that we may know you and see you because the pure of heart will see God. And this is an inward working that we're seeking. And you just said, have faith in you. And you told us the truth. I mean, if we spoke to a mountain in our life and say, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea that it would happen. And you said you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. You told us that we can pray for anything. And if we've really believed that we received it, it will be ours. And you told us to forgive. When we're praying, first forgive anyone you're holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Father, may we not just be hearers, but doers of your word. And may we really believe your word and what we read. And we thank you for your patience and love with us. And we, we have that same patience and love with others. And may we realize that you, your temple, is the house of prayer. And prayer is very important. And we just thank you and we praise you today as we walk prayerfully throughout our day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.